Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, going to be talking about the brand new 4K edition of The Lost Boys. This movie was released in summer 1987. I was in college. This was towards the end of my college. Um, By this time in college, I was staying over over the summer instead of going home. Movies made for $8.5 million. All of it is on the screen. Grossed $32.2 million back in the day. That was a big success considering it made, you know, quite a bit more than it costs to make. Nothing compared to these days. They made a couple terrible sequels. There's a couple comic book series. It's quintessential, though. So I'm not going to spend too much time on the movie because everybody's seen it, I would hope. If you haven't, we'll briefly touch on the movie and then get into the 4K. The short version is, if this is one of your favorite movies, the picture is great. The audio is okay. There's some great extras on the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray is also remastered. I didn't check it out, but that's what I've read. It's a worthy package. And I got the Best Buy Steelbook, which I think is no longer available. But if you can, it's good. So like I said, I saw Lost Boys in college. It became one of my favorites because I'm a huge fan of vampires. I like vampire books, vampire movies, uh, vampire characters. Blade and the Marvel Universe is one of my favorites. I've just always liked it. It's romantic. It's interesting. The the being, you know, immortal and and there's almost a sexual nature to the blood taking and all that. I, I just, as even as a kid, I really liked vampires. This ticked all the boxes for me when I was in college because I was also getting into art films. I was also getting into um, more layered things, black comedy, sarcasm, you know, getting smarter. So my tastes were getting a little deeper. And although this was a very much a, a pop culture movie of the time, man, it just fired on all cylinders. Do you remember how big that soundtrack was? watching the movie it all comes back it's interesting that there's one major song on the soundtrack or of the soundtrack of the movie that wasn't on the soundtrack cd it's the aerosmith run dmc walk this way that's in the party scene where the people all get killed by the beach that's not on the soundtrack every other song is used in the movie at least once uh the echo and the bunnyman doors cover is used a couple of times and they use the uh cry little sister song a couple times The soundtrack just works. It fits, and it sounds great in this 5.1 mix. They haven't given a new mix to the movie, by the way. Not going to spend too much time on it. My system will rematrix and resend things to channels based on what it finds. It does decode Dolby Atmos and DTS-X, but if it doesn't find that, it will take the Dolby soundtrack, and then it will, you know try and throw some things in the upper speakers. So I noticed a lot of ambiance in the upper speakers. I noticed the children's choir in the cry little sister would come out of the upper speakers. I thought that was pretty interesting. And in the surround sounds as well. Some of the soundtrack was dated sounding like the motorcycle effects and the, and the sounds effects that were filmed on the set while they were filming. But like the soundtrack, the music sounded incredible. So It's a decent soundtrack. It would have been nice to have a brand new crystal clear Dolby Atmos mix, but this is fine for what it is. It just sounds a little dated. The picture, on the other hand, this is the story of some teenagers and a single mom moving to Santa Clara, and uh, there's vampires there. There's hints of it in the beginning. 
there's hints of it from the comic book kids in the store. And then it finally happens. Everybody's great in the film. Alex Winter, before he was, uh, you know, Bill and Ted. Kiefer Sutherland is great, very young, really great in the role. Jason Patrick is great. The Corys are great. It's the right amount of tug-in-cheek and the right amount of seriousness. This is something that we got right in the 70s and 80s, and we tend to not get right in the 90s and now, is the mixture of comedy and horror. Recent movies like Ready or Not, I think, nail it. But they're few and far between these days, where it seems like in the older days, back in the day, um, movies just nailed the tone a little bit better. The gore, when it happens, is pretty gory. The death by stereo scene is still fantastic. Where the transfer really stands out would be, um, I would say, colors and brightness. The outdoor scenes during the day, crystal clear and bright. Once you get past the opening credits, this happens to a lot of movies when they update it on 4K. The opening scenes, because they were superimposed, uh, you know, the titles and the credits and everything, and sometimes a, a mixture of footage they shot for the movie and maybe some some stock footage. It wasn't the best-looking image during the credits, but then once they get into the movie proper and there's some bright daylight, it looked great, fantastic, uh, 4K sharp in a couple places. But there's a, the, the credits were kind of soft at the beginning. There's a few other scenes that are kind of soft. Um, Nature of the Beast from a 1987 movie. Other scenes look really great. Contrast is great. Blacks are great. When they go into the cave, light all the fires. That looks amazing. The, the torches look amazing. Headlights, neon lights. The the scene with Tim Capello playing I Still Believe, the call cover at the concert when he, Jason Patrick first sees Jimmy Gertz's character. It looks amazing. The firelight and the mixture and the smoke and it just... It's a very cinematic image. This is what the movie looked like when I saw it in the theater. It's what I remember. It has a very movie-looking image. This is not going to look like a brand-new Marvel flick. It doesn't look 4K crispy most of the time. But in watching it, you can tell it does look better than the, the old Blu-ray. And I haven't watched my Blu-ray in years. I didn't do an A-B comparison. I'm just telling you that watching this movie for the first time in quite some time, it was refreshing to see it look like a movie. I think Warner Brothers has done a good job at making movies look like movies. Their 2001 A Space Odyssey is five stars. Incredible. Dune is incredible. This is an $8 million production, nowhere near those kind of movies, and that it looks this good. Compare it to recent movies from the time, Real Genius looks a lot better, but it has more brightly lit scenes, less stylized photography, probably about the same budget. <laughs> Lost Boys is still a quintessential classic, though. It's got just enough cheesy humor, just enough violence, just enough teen angst, just enough drama, just enough characterizations. They have tried to copy this formula in the sequels and in things based on it. The, there's all sorts of young adult vampire stuff that's kind of tried to ape this idea. And you just, it was lightning, you know. Richard Donner produced it. You know, he was behind the original Superman, a few other quite a big films of the day. Uh, Joel Schumacher directed it. You know, he directed a whole bunch of movies, but none of them are fantastic. He's directed some really good movies. 
but you wouldn't put him down as, you know, Citizen Kane of, of any type of film. But this is one of his better movies. There's a few things, filmmaking-wise. Shows his time, shows his budget. But the movie was so much bigger than they anticipated it to be. I'm sure they did not anticipate it to be the big hit or the lasting cultural signpost that it is. Everybody back in the day had the cassette or the CD soundtrack. It was in every car at the red light. You would hear, I still believe, or whatever. You just knew it. That in excess Jimmy Barnes song with Michael Hutchins, Jimmy Barnes, is going to be a good time tonight. Man, that's just a great song. Some of these songs they play so briefly in the movie. Just snippets of them. But I still believe. almost took a picture of that scene. It's going to be one of my memes, you know. People say you can't hear a picture. You can certainly hear that one. So the movie holds up well as a time capsule. I mean, it's not necessarily dated. There's no TVs in it. There's no cell phones in it. But you didn't need any of that. Um, Some of young Corey's clothing is pretty dated. Very Miami Vice, pastel colors and suit jackets and things like that. Jamie Gertz was incredibly hot in this. Kiefer Sutherland and Jason Patrick, incredibly hot in this film. You know, it worked on that level. Teens and young adults like this movie. I think folks that liked horror movies like this movie, comedy folks like this movie. It was one of those movies that just kind of appealed to the entire zeitgeist of people at the time that liked kind of hip happening movies. It had everything. It had soundtrack, had good looking actors, um, it played well in the theater. It was loud, I remember. Yeah, movie holds up. The 4K edition's good. The Steelbook is um, it's a matte, so it won't show a whole a lot of uh, fingerprints, which is great. It's a different. It's kind of what that um, what you've seen in the marketing that blue color and um, it's Michael and in the reflection of the sunglasses. You see them hanging off the bridge from the bridge hanging scene. Some people have complained about this and Poltergeist. Warner Brothers released both those in the same week that they updated the artwork and didn't use the original artwork. But I got to tell you, I had the Lost Boys poster on my wall for probably 20 years and still have it somewhere in storage. Um, It's an iconic and classic poster that I'm sick of. It was on every VHS. It was on every DVD. It's been on every Blu-ray. I'm glad they've updated it to something else. I know eventually, I figure if you bought the regular... um, 4k you should take off the slip cover and the the regular cover should be under there but i don't think they did that so i watched this not expecting a whole lot out of it and it just very much looks like the best possible version of the film there's no artifacts in it blacks are nice and deep and dark when they go into some of the really dark scenes it doesn't get crushed i remember watching it on streaming and watching it on uh, a blu-ray it just got you know how that patchwork kind of noise happens in the dark really dark spaces where there's nothing going on but it just looks terrible if you look at that um none of that was going on in this 4k which was great some really bright scenes. I don't know how bright the movie really got, but I mean, I mean it's almost squint-worthy on some of the uh, headlights, the train lights, things like that, the motorcycle lights. Um, it's a worthy upgrade. I don't know if it's worth the full 4K price. I did like the Steelbook package. It's one of my favorite um, movies, and so I'm I'm happy to have it in the version it is. Could I have waited for you know a Black Friday sale to get the 4K by itself a little cheaper? Yeah, maybe. But I'm very happy to have it in 4K, and I think it looks great. Would like an upgraded soundtrack? 
wasn't a whole lot of bass response on a lot of things. Trains, a couple other things, but there's no real explosions in the movie. There's no real thumpy music in the movie. So not really a whole lot to show off that uh, expensive subwoofer you bought. But like I said, some of the music cues, some of the overall sound of the movie was very modern, very loud, very clear, very spacious, a lot of ambience and all that kind of stuff. And then some of the other stuff where they pull up to the train trestle bridge and it just sounded like, you know, there were mics on set and they didn't really mic them close. And yeah, when he gets off his bike and walks towards the camera and says, ah, this will be interesting or the timing is perfect or whatever, that sounded clear, but like the motorcycle effects and stuff, just didn't, you know. I'm used to modern movies where they pull up on motorcycles. It kind of surrounds you and everything. It's loud and not so much. But overall, the mix was fine, directional, big, spacious front end there. The music all sounded great. Talking and and, uh, vocals on songs and all that, very clear in the center channel. All in all, you know, not a bad soundtrack, just not... Dolby Atmos Wonderment. But the picture, very filmic. Good job. Good job, Warner Brothers. It looks as it should. Like a 1987 film in the best it's ever going to look. Check out Lost Boys. It's available now on 4K. Steelbook edition if it's still available. It's pretty nice. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My links are below. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen. It means a lot. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.